1: Yes, it is. It's time to get the ring and Beast Mike. And the coronavirus has swept the world in Major
2: League Baseball. Yeah, we're both Phillies fans, but we have no Phillies to watch. Uh, oh, thank no. you. So, thank you, Miami Marlins, for that uh, little tidbit. I don't know. We can't confirm or deny if they tried the, the chicken that Lou Williams is famous for, but we can confirm that the Phillies, as far as we know, will not be playing. Until, at the very least, on Saturday with a doubleheader with the Blue Jays. The Blue Jays, who are pretty, pretty much already vagabonds, they're going to be the road team. Uh, they're going to be the home team at Citizens Bank Park. Not the first time it's happened, but in the, this, uh, for this series, they're going to be the home team at CBP when they take on the Phillies.
1: Yeah, that's going to be weird as hell. <laughs> yeah,
2: it's going yeah, to be pretty weird. They're, they're the home team uh, for the Nationals. Games this series with Washington, they're in DC right now. Uh, so it's it's a weird, wacky situation going on there.
1: Yeah, baseball is just wacky right now, it is, except for in, in Korea, where it's mm-hmm. relatively normal. Um, because pretty I was much. watching TVO earlier, pretty much. Um, but hey, um, let's get into some wrestling here. Yep, yep. We have New Japan saying Goku Lord, which I watched the top three matches, and I was bored by all three matches. Mm. Spoiler alert, I was bored by all three matches, and it wasn't like the work wasn't bad or anything. It's just... It just didn't excite
2: you, it sounds like.
1: It didn't excite me. The evil stuff is not exciting me about the company. Um, Um... AEW, I like the directions that AEW's going in. Okay. WWE, I'm not excited about WWE. Got some, so, they got some hits,
2: they got some misses, WWE does.
1: And the quarterly call comes out today, which we'll review next week.
2: Mm. Oh, for WWE, the second quarter, right, right, right.
1: Second quarter call, which will be a day of rockin' probably. Yeah, but,
2: it's <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be bad. Yeah, it's gonna be. I'm anticipating some real negative stuff going on from that. Yep. Before we get into that, there is a Nyquil moment of the week. Uh we got a, there was a seven did you see this? Uh you probably if you blink you missed it. Siniza Estrada with a seven second knockout of Miranda Atkins.
1: Oh, and, I did see this. And, oh I
2: did see this. I saw Atkinson it on SportsCenter. Atkins didn't like, throw a punch. Nope. <laughs> I know At- she's right was watching this. Oh yes. yes. Uh, Atkins didn't throw a punch. They're basically there was I think um, Estrada threw six punches. She la- she landed five of them. She missed one in between. But Atkinson throw a punch and got absolutely drilled. And, and she got it was blitz. She got absolutely blitz, blitzed and it deleted pretty much from the from the verticality. And it was smooth it, it was quick, efficient, and pretty much flawless. So yeah, absolutely we got some got some NyQuil going on. Uh, in the last week, so let let it be known that the, the Nyquil is not gender specific. A, any anyone can get it. Let it be known.
1: Let be known, the Nyquil is not coronavirus specific either.
2: Oh no, not at all, not at all. So where do you want to start with um uh, otherwise? Let's start with
1: the New Japan because I watched it. Um, I didn't watch the uh, the uh, tags because I'm like these tags don't matter. Um. The big announcement from these New Japan shows is they're going to have an open-air show for the first time in, um, Mm. this
2: is their
1: first since 1999. Okay. Jingu Stadium, a baseball stadium located in Tokyo, on August 29th. Okay. It's going to be part of the Summer Struggle Tour. That's now, going on right obviously, now
2: obviously, just because it's open air doesn't necessarily mean there's going to be fans. Are there going to be fans allowed, or, or how are they going to do that?
1: Yeah, there's going to be fans allowed, but, okay. but obviously in in a little less capacity.
2: So, they'll probably be, like, two seats apart, something like that?
1: Yes, something like that. One seat or two seats apart, like, what they're doing with the KBO.
2: Hmm.
1: Um, but here, here in Nagoya, the crowd looked okay. You know, it looked a third of the way full. Mm-hmm. You know,
2: okay, yeah, yeah,
1: which is what they've been doing, and you know, it, it's weird because you're you're just restricted to ca- clapping.
2: Right, right, right. They, they don't want, like, people to cheer.
1: They don't want people to cheer because... Droplets.
2: Right, right, right.
1: And... And it's weird. It, it's just it's just really weird and eerie. But Okada defeated Yujiro Takahashi. Yujiro worked hard. Um, Tried sipping Okada with a bunch of kicks. Um, but Okada has been has been using his Money Clips submission. Okay. Um, um, instead of the Rainmaker. Mmm. Um, which I like because... New flows, okay. New flow, Okada. I like that wrinkle. That. Oh yeah, and New Japan is introducing a new title. Did you see this? I did not. The King of Pro Wrestling title. Okay. K O P W title. I'll read you the release. Actually.
2: Okay. Is now. That um, well, I guess we'll just serve as like a obviously another secondary. Um, another before, secondary, guess. but Okada is going for it. Okay. Hmm, maybe this is why he didn't go for the uh, the double champion.
1: Okay. This yes. was introduced by Okada, but it's like a clipboard title. Mm. Not a belt. Um, so I'll read you the, uh, release here. Um, but the title that will reset at the start of the new year, the KRPW title can be defended until the end of the year with stipulations voted on by the fans. Interesting. The winner of the last KRPW title match of- 2020 will be presented with the KOPW Trophy and the process will begin anew in 2021. The Provisional KOPW tr- Trophy will begin across two nights and on August 26th in Kirken Hall and then a Fatal 4-Way on Summer Struggle in Jingu Stadium. So it will be a Fatal 4-Way. Eight wrestlers will wrestle four singles matches on August 26th and then. And then each wrestle will bring their own desired rules.
2: Um, so it's like all kinds of rules matches. It seems, yeah, it seems that's what we're doing like here. I, 24/7 I a 24-7 pretty... sort of type. Yeah, I found a, except for the title didn't look like it's gonna be. So what's the title defended 24? It doesn't look like the title is no, gonna be defended. No, no.
1: it's gonna be depend only at events, but. Yeah. But it's going to be like a stipulation title, a bunch like, of
2: stipulations. Questions. Like I like the like what the hardcore title used to be, except yes. for the stipulations can be entirely different. So yeah, okay, it's it's different. You know what? It's a it's a different, interesting uh, situation for New Japan. I don't hate this. I, I think it's perfectly fine. Since they seem to be going all in with the whole double champion thing, uh, I think it's perfectly fine to have something else for other wrestlers to shoot for.
1: So and I, I you have a versatile roster. Yeah, you do. So so I don't mind it. I don't hate it. It's just don't get too wacky with the stipulations. Right. Don't don't right. get too wacky.
2: Like, like like do you can do no DQs, cool. You can do false gun anywhere, cool. You can do submissions or I quits or steel cages don't if you want to drop a cage like, in there. Yeah, no, you, you don't need to, don't get too, don't get too nuts, but yeah, I think it's a, there's a lot of, there's a good amount of leeway you can have with this. Yeah, but speaking
1: of, that's the part of Okada, because this match wasn't interesting at all. Mm. But a match that was interesting was um Desperado versus um, Shingo, which was the best match on this show. Um, this was just a knocked-out drag-down fight. Um, really good stuff. Strong-style stuff. here. That's all you really need to say about it. Despy showed that you, you can hang with the big boys since Despy's a junior. Mm-hmm. So, so, um, Despy hit the pumping bomber and the, I mean, Shingo hit the Pumping Bobber and Last of the Dragon to win.
2: But that was game. That's good. That's good.
1: This was a good match. I, 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 um, you know what move I do like from Despy? The, uh, numero dos. Okay. It's like Brock Lesnar's Brock Lock, circa 03. Oh, yeah,
2: I remember that, which is, uh, pretty similar to a bleed to a standing struck muffler. I yeah. wanna say that that's what that what what Brock did back then. But what's worse, I was more like 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 what's Braun Strowman use that as a submission hold? I think that would re- be really good for Strowman. Like Strowman or Biggie or somebody that's really strong could can and tall or Big Biggie's not tall, but uh strong and could use that kind of submission type of type of move. I believe us a standing stretch, muff- stretch muffler.
1: First can we just give um first and then the double title match between evil and haramu Takahashi? Um, Dick Togo. You remember Dick Togo, right? <laughs> yes, I do. Um, Dick Togo's now in the b- Bullet Club, and he's running as Evil's manager.
2: Okay, nice.
1: So, so Dick Togo looks cooler than Gato or Jado ever did. <laughs> so, so Dick Togo just looks very cool. He just looks like a boss. Nice. So, I I, I freaking love Dick Togo.
2: That, that's good. That's a good look. That's a good look for Togo. I, I'm, I'm okay with this. I'm I'm all okay with this. Um, but
1: but the interference,
2: it,
1: it just gets old after a while. Mhm. Um, and stuff like that.
2: It was a good match. It was just, but we get it. Bullet Club runs deep. They they roll in a the pack. They all and
1: like do. Lij never helps. Hiromu. Mm-hmm. Until when NATO finally comes out to stop him and, ch- and challenge Aramo, <laughs> challenge evil. It- it's weird. It's like
2: the part kind of weird like, one, <laughs> one faction's everywhere and the other faction doesn't show up until they absolutely have to. That's kind. Of, it is kind of odd. It's weird, man. You would think L.I.J. would kind of try to cancel the Bullet Club to make sure it's a one-on-one deal, but I guess I guess not. No. L.I.J. just needs more members. <laughs>
1: yeah,
2: LJ probably does need more depth. That is, that is a 100% true.
1: But you can't get depth in the cover there. No, not yet, no. Not yet. But it's okay, L.I.J. But they're going back to Nato versus Evil in in uh, probably for the stadium show.
2: Okay, so Nato and Evil run it back. All right, good.
1: Yeah. Um, that's pretty much it for New Japan. Okay. Um, so,
2: so from, I guess I'll, keep, I'll pick it up uh, for SmackDown. Uh, SmackDown was alright. SmackDown kind of served its purpose. Uh, it didn't, It's kind of a follow-up show to Extreme Rules. Didn't really uh, get towards SummerSlam at all. Except for a little bit what looks like it's going to be Fiend in Strowman. It had a, a, a 5 One Funhouse promo where the fiend. Oh, the, the, they tipped their hand with fiend. Uh, with don't,
1: don't even get me started on that shit. <laughs> uh,
2: so they really also did kind of push their hands towards next week. Bailey and Sasha started the show uh, bragging about Sasha, who at the time had, more on, more on this later, uh, with the Raw Women's Championship, which was Oscars at the time. But uh, this led to uh, Nikki Cross kind of trying to storm the ring and get at Bailey because of how. Their match extreme rules ended um, Bailey and said, "Okay, you can have another shot, but if you, you got to be Alexa Bliss to do it." So she did, and ultimately it was a pretty good match between Nikki and Alexa. But ultimately it was uh, Nikki getting it done. So Nikki's gonna fight Bailey t- uh, on tomorrow night for the uh, SmackDown Women's Championship. Told you about the uh, I told you about the uh, fight for funhouse stuff. Uh, Matt Riddle beat Tony Nese rather quickly. But it's, it's it's obvious that Riddle and Corbin are going to start a rivalry very very soon. Um, we got Naomi, who's continuing to follow up on her momentum uh, as she's been uh been trending for a while on Twitter. She follow, she goes on Miss TV and it's kind of sparked a Lacey Evans uh showdown. They're gonna fight next week on, on SmackDown as well. Big E looks like it's, and this this I really like uh th- this is one of my favorite parts of SmackDown. Was Biggie Kofi's gonna be out for six weeks, kind of, the heal up and the table match. Biggie looks like he's got the, he's gonna get a run. It looks like he's going to get some sort of singles push. Thank was, fucking God! I'm so God. good with this. I'm so good. With, <laughs> I'm like, like you're oh. finally gonna do something with this guy. Pretty much everybody. God. <laughs> pretty much everybody applauded this. Everybody loved this. That uh, the Kofi's gonna step aside for at least six weeks, maybe longer, the to heal up. Obviously, Woods uh, is still recovering from the torn Achilles he had. And it's finally time for Big E to make it hot and make it hot as a singles guy. We've seen this before. Big E was Intercontinental Champion, but this is long before he had that kind of the charisma and the swagger that he has now. So this, this I really, really like. I, I'm all over this. I'm all for Big E. If, if, if Big E gets a shot at AJ at SummerSlam, give, it, give me it. I, I want it. I, I need it. Give me it. I, I will take it. All for it. Everybody loved it. It was probably the best received segment on SmackDown was uh was Kof stepping aside and Biggie and Biggie getting his uh is probably gonna get a run. Was, I am totally cool with it. Or at least a run now that he's um w- part of the new day. Grand Metal League, uh w- this is a pretty solid final four way match. Metal League, Shorty G, or as I call him Chad Gable because because Gable, uh Drew Matt- Drew Gulak and Liz Dorado had a solid final 4 way match. All four guys really did good work.
0: Ultimately, oh,
2: a cruiserweight match. <laughs> pretty much, exactly except, a cruiserweight except match. yeah, yeah, that's right. Gable's under 205. That's right. Yeah, pretty much, a, pretty much a cruiserweight match, and the winner gets a shot at AJ. But uh, it was Grand League ultimately getting the win over over Gable. Uh, he picked Gable after that that elbow drop, that type of elbow drop he does. To, Metalik gets a push. Yeah, League is gonna get a shot at AJ next week on uh, on SmackDown. I would like to see Gable, Gable and Gulag battle again. So they they had some real good flow. Some real good chemistry in the ring during that match.
1: I, I just don't watch Matt down because I don't want to be pulled in on that Firefly Funhouse shit. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Completely understand. Everything
1: else is, like, good, and then
2: the Firefly every, Funhouse is, like... They pretty much do the Firefly Funhouse every other week. They almost do it every other week. Like, like they, they kind of do it, like, okay, we, we get it, Bray, Bray won the the, the, the swamp fight. They kind of get braced some time to talk about it. And then they, they set it off for a week. They, 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 let, they let it ride for a week and then bring it back, let it ride, bring it back. And then go home show, they, they bring it back. Or in, in some I'm way, in form of action. If it
1: becomes an every week thing, I'm going to fucking die.
2: I, I think it's every other week. I, I legitimately, it seems like they do it every other week. Uh, the it's podcast. like change the channel for me. You've been on that that anti-Bray train for a while, so uh, that's that's understandable. Uh, And and then the bar fight was actually not bad. You know what? This bar fight we get on... um, uh, I I heard it wasn't that bad. Yeah, it really wasn't. We we, we get on WWE for the the cinematic type of matches that they've been doing. This one was actually pretty good. I'm okay with this one, with with, uh, with Hardy and Sheamus. They make good use of the bar. They make good good use of using some of the, the stuff as weapons. Of course, they, well, having actually having a ladder in a bar is actually pretty pretty sane of an idea. Uh, naturally, they use it to its, to its best advantage with Jeff Hardy, but it was actually pretty good. I'm not I'm not gonna hate on it. So this, this was actually a pretty don't good hate on a fucking out. bar
1: fight like no. that actually makes sense.
2: Yes, it, it did, and it was a good way, I think it's a good way to close. It's a good way to close out this rivalry between Hardy and Sheamus. I, I think it's a good way to close it out. So Jeff Hardy gets it done by giving a small time off the ladder to get the pin on Sheamus. So that that, that was a good way to close it out uh, and, and kind of let these guys go their separate ways. So I think it's perfectly fine the way they did it. As for Raw, now Raw had, to me, Raw hit when it needed to, but missed when it didn't have to. And it went like this. Raw went, Raw went down like this. It started with the Randy Orton promo, when Randy, Randy cuts the promo basically saying I'm challenging Drew McIntyre for the WWE Championship, and I think it's I think that's the right call, honestly. Randy's Randy's had a pretty good year so far. Uh, this Legend Killer stuff is, has been very entertaining to me. I'm and that's actually that's I think is where Randy's at his best when he's Legend Killer Randy when he's he, he start when he's trying to punt people in the head. He's got he's got that kind of flow to him. I, I just have Randy Orton.
1: He, because that's it. That's just me. I get it. I, I just want them to push new guys. then. I get
2: it. You want to see some, yeah, you want to see some fresh blood. I, I completely understand. Uh, that, and I, and I, I, I get it. You, you want to see some fresh blood? Like, you, like you, You'd love to see, and I, I'd, I'd agree with you on this. Like you'd like I
1: would like to see, like, Garza radio. Yeah,
2: you like to see Garza get a shot or at, Patrick at Or Patrick Ced- Alexander. Or, Ced- or, Ced- yeah, or Cedric. Yeah, or Cedric. They had a great match, like, a year ago. Yeah, they had a great match a year ago, McIntyre and Cedric. That, that was yeah, no, that's understandable. Compl- I, I get it, totally get it. But I think it's a, I think it's perfectly fine. If you're gonna do it for SummerSlam, your second biggest show of the year, and you need you need stars to kind of headline it, I can understand why you choose Randy. Long as Randy doesn't win, Randy doesn't need to win the match. He just needs. I'm, I'm okay with Randy being in it. Uh, speaking of Andrade and Garza, they, uh, they the Viking prophets, or Viking Raiders and Ricochet and Cedric Alexander were in a triple threat tag. Winner gets the three profit at SummerSlam for the tag titles. This was good. This was this is a good triple threat tag. All fixed guys with really the gotcha. points in the match. The Street Profits were at commentary, kind of running there and throwing their spin in on the, uh, on the ring announcing. But ultimately it was Garza getting the win clipper on Alexander to get the pin and win for his team. I think I think it's perfectly fine. This was going to be the match of WrestleMania anyway until Andrade's injury. And I think it's perfectly fine that they're going to do it like this. So there you go. That's your tag match for SummerSlam. Garza and Andrade versus Street Profits for the tag titles, for the Raw Tag Titles. Now, Nia, after Randy's promo, Nia came out, and Nia basically wanted to call out the, whoever was the Raw Women's Champion at the end of the night. Shayna Baszler kind of wanted the same thing. They basically brawled, and I think it was a good, I think it's a good way to kind of start them off and off and running. There was no match. This was strictly a fight. I, I think this is perfectly fine between the two of them. Run it back with you two. Run it back. Perfectly cool with it. Uh, let's see. This was another good segment with Seth Rollins and Dominic Mysterio trying to come in to the his father's aid. What what went on? The Extreme Rules. Uh, But
1: to me, there's like a thousand more wrestling personalities I'm more interested in than Dominic Mysterio.
2: Sure, sure. Uh, I don't, I don't like Dominic Dominic
1: Mysterio to me. I, I have no interest in.
2: I can, I don't really consider Dominic a wrestler yet, but I, I get it. I uh, understand. Like, I'd like to see Seth Rollins do something with, with, uh, with other people. Like, I'd like to see Seth Rollins do stuff. Like, it, I think we kind of closed this book with Alistair, and it seems like they closed it with Humberto. I'd like to see him do other stuff. I, 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 can see why you would say that. Uh, Dominic jumped Seth Rollins again, but this time it was two on one with him and uh, with uh Buddy. Buddy Murphy and Seth Rollins got a two-on-one jump on Dominic. And it looked like they were going to finish Dominic off once and for all like they did uh, Rey Mysterio, who apparently is recovering and recovering well, which is good. Alistair came out despite a bum shoulder to try to make the save on uh, for Dominic. And instead, Dominic got the Mysterio treatment, getting gouged in the eye by Murphy with the, uh, with the steel steps. And it looked like they were going to do the same to Dominic, but ultimately Dominic came out swinging with a, with a, with a kendo stick and, and chase them both off to the back, Seth and uh, and Murphy, to basically save himself from certain doom. So a segment that, that hit, the segment that hit quite nicely. Uh, lastly, basically, lastly, made Ali put Ali out with a submission. As the Hurt Business continues to do to do good work, perfectly cool with that. Now we get to the meat of the order with being the uh, and obviously Murphy being a part of which I I should also mention that keeping up with the Murphy Rollins stuff. Now we get to the meat of the order with the double with the two main events. First, the Raw Women's Championship with Sasha and Asuka. A very good match. Once again, a very good match. Similar to Extreme Rules. I thought both women really put it down and, and put it down quite quite well. I get the interference, but I don't love it. With Bailey and Kyrie. As they had Bailey and Kyrie, Bailey destroyed Kyrie Sane in the back uh, by basically bashing her head into a steel door. And Asuka and they made a foolproof way for Asuka to lose the title but not get pinned for it to protect Asuka which I get that's the part I get I don't love that it happened that way but I understand why they went this route to super protect Asuka and get the desired effect of the two women power trip of Sasha winning the Raw Women's title but not pinning Asuka to kind of diminish Asuka so I see why they did it I just I would have rather seen a conclusive ending I think we all would have but I see why they went this route. So that's, why Sa- so that's how Sasha won. Asuka got counted out, and it was part of the rules of the match. The title must change hands no matter what. Um, that, that was part of the rules. So Sasha gets a count-out win over Asuka, and Sasha now wins the Raw Women's Championship legally, giving the Bailey and Sasha the 2 women power trip flow. For those who may not remember, that's, that's 2001, where Austin and Triple H, Austin had the WWE title, Hunter had the, the IC title, and they were the tag champions, all at the same time. So that, that's what I mean by two women power. That's These are the women's equivalent of that, the two women power trip. The good news for Dolph Ziggler, as they close the show with this main event, uh, Dolph Ziggler got to have an extreme rules match with Drew McIntyre. The bad news is McIntyre got to have the same stipulation. Needless to say, McIntyre took full advantage of having said stipulation and, <laughs> and, and beat up on Dolph Ziggler pretty good. Dolph did have his moments. Dolph, Dolph had a nice zigzag counter of the Claymore I thought was dope. But he had, he had his good moments in, in the match. But ultimately, McIntyre's usage of the Extreme Rules, Extreme Rules to his favor uh, was very beneficial as he once and for all, Claymore Ziggler through a table to pretty much end the proceedings. While McIntyre was celebrating his victory, Orton came out of nowhere and dropped him with an RKO. Orton warned him earlier in the evening during his promo that you would not see the RKO coming. McIntyre responded and except by explaining accepted this challenge that you would see the Claymore coming. Unfortunately, Randy struck first. That's how it all ended.
1: AEW. So we started off with the ten-man tag that was announced. Um, inner Circle versus Best Friends and Friends. That's the Best Friends, Orange Cassidy, and the two guys from Jurassic Express. Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus. Margot Stone was out there with them as well, managing. um, Orange Cassidy led the team. A best friend, Luchasaurus. I already said that. They introduced Jericho as the demo god.
2: (laughs) Okay. Yes. The demo god. The demo god. Nice. (laughs) Yes. He
1: said that in a promo one of these. One of these, I forgot which week he said it, but now he's being
2: introduced as the demo god, which i like, don't you love uh, how Jericho uh, reinvents himself constantly? I love, that's what I love about Jericho. He, he finds different ways to reinvent himself and repackage himself on the fly. He's so it's so adaptive and it's awesome.
1: So early on in the bout, um, the babyface team wiped Jericho, Santana, D-Taker, and Gubera out. Ringside early, this managed guy attempted to break up a mid-match hug and paid for it, enduring an onslaught of opposition until J.K. Or Arb- halted the opposition's momentum by laying out Trent. He also covered by working over Trent. Trent finally created some, tri- some separation by making the hot tag to Luchasaurus, who exploded into the match, wiped out Kubera, with a lariat that that turned the cocky heel inside out, lariat joined the fray, and you know, you know, Hager and Luchasaurus had a brawl. The action broke down; each competitor hitting their signature offense. Um, Jericho tried to get Floyd the baseball bag, but Cassidy prevented it. Suddenly, champion to the stand. Beaver hit. Looked to put Luchasaurus away, but Matt Hardy, Hardy appeared and shoved him all of the ropes into the waiting hands of the mass big man, who scored the big win for the baby phases. So Lucha, so the best friends and friends defeated the inner circle. So this was oh, this was a lot of fun.
2: Ooh. Okay.
1: And then Warhorse, Warhorse, the independent wrestling champion, um, versus Cody, the TNT champion. Um this was a good little match here. Um, um Cody applied the figure four locking it, looking for the submission, Wars reverse, Wars set up a top row with double double stomp, but Cody rolled to the floor, Roars responded, but with the double stomp to the back of his opponent. And and the top of rubber nearly earned the challenger the title late in the match, Wars tried for a double stop, but jammed his knee into the... that was injured earlier in the match. Cody Cook advantage and scored the submission with the figure four. Then, after the match, the Dark Order hit the ring. Silver and Reynolds and then Arn Anderson looked to make the save, but instead Matt Cardona, a.k.a. Zack
2: Ryder. I did a- see this. A- he w- looks w- big. He looks bigger. He looks bigger. He looks like he was obviously in the gym getting more jacked. I dig it. Yep. Um um they wasted no time in putting out his merch either. They 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 put out this Strong Island shirt immediately after he debuted.
1: Yep. So AEW did sign Matt Cardona. <laughs> yep. So But Warner looked pretty good. Here. Of the uh, recent TNT challengers, I thought Eddie Kingston was the best. I thought, yeah, I'm most surprised.
2: Eddie Kingston got signed, right? They did sign Eddie. Kingston. I would
1: think, I would think Eddie Kingston would get signed.
2: Yeah, I would have, I would have thought they would have like really made a big deal about Eddie Kingston, because I, I really haven't seen or heard much about Eddie since uh, his fight with Cody. But yeah, yeah. Uh, it seemed like he had the he had the best flow against Cody in the team.
1: Kenny Omega and Hangman Page versus the Dark Order. Um, pretty good match here. Um, um, Omega an- answered a Snapdragon and Page uh, Snapdragon onto Uno. Page obliterated Grayson with a Lariat. Buckshot V-Trigger Lariat earned champions the win. After the match, we ordered Cavana and Anna J back before verbally berating Uno and Grayson. Lee said the Dark Order of Strength and Overs, Paige has pissed them off for a time. and Dark Order Minions surrounded the ring and Young Bucks and, and FDR joined the Tag Champions in the ring for the for the for, for, joined the Tag Champions for a bra of evildoers and the Babyface has cleared the ring leaving Lee to sarcastically thank Omega for showing up, and before the match, Jericho, Jericho challenged Orange Cassidy to a debate in two weeks.
2: That'll be interesting. That'll be interesting. How Cassidy comes up with some uh, with some heat on Jericho. So that is that.
1: Um. Then, Hikaru Shida versus Diamante. Shida defeats Diamante with the running knee. Um, okay, match here. Um, MJF with the State of the Industry address. He basically... He basically challenged Moxley for All Out. Really good stuff here. hmm Um... I would suggest going back and watching this. And then the Tornado tag match. Allen and Moxley defeat um, defeat Cage and Starks. Um, Coffin dropped DDT combo. Um, Nearly earned the the anti-heroes of AEW the win. And then Allen produced a skateboard with tags. And it came down on Starks for the win. So so that was the tornado tag match between the uh two guys and then between the champ and Allen versus and Ricky starts.
2: From what I understand, Allen's gonna challenge Mox next week for the title. From
1: what yes. I understand. Yes, the two will meet next week for the uh AEW World Championship.
2: Okay. They stared each other down. Mm. So that's how Wait. the show ended, I'm, I'm guessing. Yeah, that's how the show ended. I forgot All right. that detail. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so let's kick it to NXT. Well, as, uh, as, as it's AEW's advers- adversary on the Wednesday Night Wars. Uh, we started the proceedings with EO Shirai uh, coming down to the ring. She got immediately jumped by Dakota Kai. Kai then gets jumped by Tegan Knox. Candice LeRae gets involved. The four ladies have a tag match. And we it kind of got serious towards the end when Dakota bailed on Candace, leaving Candace down 2-1-1. Candace then gets hit with the Shiniest Wizard and then the moonsault by Io Shirai to get it done, to get the pin. It's looking like uh, that Dakota really wants the attention of Io Shirai and wants her shot in the NXT Women's Championship. She says as much with a promo that she cut later on in the evening. Rhea Ripley, who's now blonde, decided to uh, add her Name into the proceedings, and that's what and that's what we're gonna have next week. Rhea versus Dakota, the winner gets Eel Shirai. I'm imagining he's gonna be at take over 30 uh, in, a, in a couple weeks. Next up on the on the on the totem pole, we had they they showed a little bit of the Adam Cole incident with Pat McAfee on a Pat McAfee and Hulk Sports Talk uh, show. They've they kind of had some beef over the last couple years, uh, whenever McAfee's been on takeovers and things like that, so it seemed like this beef has clearly not been squashed, and Hunter came on the show a couple days later, and uh, Adam Cole issued an apology uh, for his actions. It this is like the Cole worst to work shoot ever. <laughs> what, McAfee and Cole? Yeah, this is the worst work shoot ever. They seem like they're actually friends and they are hyping this up for the cameras. I, I, that's kind of what I'm gathering from this. That, that's kind of what, what I'm getting from, uh, from all this. Speaking of Wendy Speed of their business. Roddy Strong versus Johnny Gargano, who uh, both had issues uh, with uh, Bronson Reed winning their triple threat last week. Uh, Gargano and Strong faced each other. And what was a good, technically technically sound, technically solid, good match between the two of them Ultimately, it was Gargano getting it done with the uh, one final BDDT to finish the proceedings. But it was a very good match between the two of them. So I, I really did enjoy the tech wrestling and the counters between both guys. Told you by Ripley. Uh, Sati Blackheart uh, had to deal with Mercedes Martinez. Martinez is now the newest member of the Robert Stone brand. Ultimately, it was the all-out aggression and the toughness of uh, Mercedes Martinez getting it done to get the pin on, on Sati as uh, Robert Stone gets a little bit of revenge and uh, not getting hit by the tanks. Not getting hit by the tank. I love Keith Lee. I love all, the, all the, the Keith Lee stuff that he does, whether it's on the mic or in the ring. We got a pissed off Keith Lee. And he was heated because of what Caden Cross did to Dominic Ijakovich last week. And Lee wanted to interfere. He wanted to try to, to stop the match. But Ijaković refused to let it happen. And then basically cross put Dodjukovich to sleep. Lee was super heated. And he wanted he wanted carry across in the worst possible way. Instead, Cameron Grimes decided to add his add himself into the situation. Carrying across uh, and uh, basically Grimes Cameron Grimes is made an example of by Keith Lee as Lee basically po- tried to power problem through the ring and, and laid him <laughs> laid him the waist. Yeah. Yep, yep. Don't so Starlight, yes, I, I, said, I, I, I pissed off Keith Lee. That's good promos. So basically, Scarlett came out to to the stage, and then Cross came on on the Tron saying, "I, I want a shot at Keith Lee. I, either you give me a shot at your title, or this is gonna get a whole lot worse." Lee basically Lee took option A and took it with basically great it was great haste. He, he took option A. He said, "Give me option A." Let's make let make it happen. Let's make it hot. I, I'm coming. I'm basically going to try to destroy you. And it, it's it seemed like it's destined for takeover 30. Lee versus Cross for the title. Uh, undisputed era. And so Imperium came back. They beat Ever Rise in what was a decent tied match. And then undisputed era, who after Strong loss all four parties came, uh, met backstage. And Tyler Riley is is fully back now. They were uh. They were not happy because they've obviously been, they've struggled lately on the speed of has. They they've really haven't had any sort of momentum and flow uh for the last few well, months. probably
1: because Heyman's not there, so Bruce Richard's not a fan of them, so they're probably stuck back in NXT.
2: Yeah. And, and all four of them are they, they were super heated and then they all made they basically tried to make examples of Imperium. I think jump Eichner and Barcel after Imperium tried to cut a promo after their match. And ultimately, this led to Fish and O'Reilly are getting get a shot at Imperium next week for the NXT uh, Tag Team Championships. Uh, Bronson Reed got a little bit of a promo. Obviously, Regal kind of addressed the, uh, the, the demands, I guess, that the Dakota Kai made, which led to the Dakota versus Ripley uh, match. We got a good match between Swerve and Jake Atlas. Ultimately, it was Swerve Scott getting it done, but it was a good match uh, there. So, they're productive stuff here. Damian Priest uh, talked about the triple threat match he's going to be in next week. It'll be Priest versus uh, the debuting Rich Holland and Oni Lorcan next week in the North American triple threat qualifiers for TakeOver 30. So, that's going to be next week's uh, triple threat. But now, we, the NXT closed the show with this week's triple threat. Of uh, We got uh, Finn Balor versus Dexter Lumis versus Timothy Thatcher. And the match kind of started a little clunky, I think, until that, uh, until Loomis tried to do his move to the outside. Instead, he landed on his feet with no expression change whatsoever, and I love that about Loomis. And basically shocked Balor and Thatcher to no end. Was, that was quite funny how he did that. Similarly, remember how Ricochet did that the Velveteen Dream pretty yeah. much? Yeah. That's pretty much what what, uh, what Loomis did, and it shocked everyone. To it was absolutely stunning for everybody to see that ultimately this was a good physical technically sound match between the three of them once they really got going and in the end it was thatcher who had a submission hold on balor but then loomis gave him that thousand yard gaze and it it shook thatcher thatcher eventually took over and put him in the katatami to uh to finish the deal and basically put uh, thatcher out so loomis gets the win and Loomis will uh, will be a part of the ladder match for the NXT North American Championship at taking over 30. That is
1: NXT. And that's it for
2: this week. Lugged. Twitter.com slash Beast Mike is where you can find me. I will be in DC on Saturday doing MLS stuff uh, with double headers as they are in the qualifying. They're in the now elimination rounds, the round of 16s uh, the MLS is in. The Union, I think, play tonight. Uh, they, they've been pretty good over in this tournament. Uh, this it, has been a pretty good tournament overall. But I believe they play Kansas City, Sporting KC, uh, tonight for the Union. I believe that's when their game is. But I'll be doing two games. I don't know who yet. But I'll be doing two games on Saturday. That's Twitter.com
1: slash kooks You can find me there. Thanks. Thank you all for listening, and have a good day. Let me stop the recording.